what's happening tpe fam we're back with another special episode of the pivot experience where our aim and goal is just to get a little bit better each and every day for those of you who are enjoying this from a visual standpoint as you can tell we have some very special in in-house studio guests today for those of you who are listening to this audio only i've got two people here that i've known for a very long time one of which, and I, I'm just on no disrespect, my man. I'm gonna start with the lady first because I know I know I've known her first, and, and I guess it's polite to say go ladies first, right? And so I have Miss Alexis to my right. Uh, I've known Alexis for quite some time. I think maybe since you were what 16, 17 years old, maybe uh, working at Chick Fil A. Now I, I I didn't realize it. I, I really didn't realize it until I started saying it. But I think you were around that age, right? I think I, mm -mm. I think I was about. 1718 yeah okay well, well sure sure so so I, I've, I've known this young lady for quite some time she uh has done a fantastic job with uh, with us during the time that i've known her in initially now she's on a whole nother level her and her husband uh jared uh, i've known jared also and the weird thing is we met in the same place they didn't know each other, I don't think, at the time. Uh, but but Jared, as as an officer um, uh, here in Beaumont, I've I've had a chance to to, to watch him uh, just serve our community in such a great way as being a, a person in law enforcement. Um, now I will say now I know them in a different capacity. Uh, every time I scroll down my timeline on Instagram, I, I see uh, beaches and pools and travel here, travel there, and so and then I see. Uh, I feel like I'm in the midst of some real estate moguls. We're double-digit property owners here, property managers here. And I'm not going to try to steal that thunder. I'm going to want to give them the, the, the leeway to tell their own story. And we have none other than Jared and Alexis here on the Pivot Experience. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your schedule. Uh, I know that you guys lead very busy lives. You guys have uh, other obligations outside of, of, of what we're doing here. And our audience, I'm sure, would is a appreciative of y'all taking some time out and i'm going to say this on the front end i think the information that's going to be shared here today is going to going to really help you move on to your next level um i talk from a a, a position of leadership and business um at, at in one capacity these individuals are are doing business at a in a, in a whole nother um arena than i am and they're doing a, a, an incredible job at it so i'm going to be quiet for a little while and let them talk about who they are how they've come to be and we just want to have a good conversation from there. Guys, <clears throat> I like that introduction. <laughs> I, I want to say I appreciate you having us. Yes. Uh, this is our first time doing a, doing a podcast of any sorts. And, man, we just want to be, uh, you know, Clap it up for that. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, 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 a lot of people, a lot of people get scared to come behind these mics and they get nervous. And, or either, either A, they get scared to come behind the mics or they look at the mics and go, anybody can do that. But then when we press play, it's all in the ball game. So, but you guys, I think you guys are going to crush it. Um, I, I don't see any type of nervousness or nothing like that. I think you guys are here for it. But continue. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So, me, I'm Jared. It's my wife, Alexis. I call her Hershey. Oh, yeah, I can call it that, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't know it, and it's anywhere else I <laughs> You know, we met back in 2017 uh, in here here in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, we actually met at the Ford Park Arena during an event. Uh, you know, every time this story is told, it's told it's two different versions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's my, it's my perspective and her perspective. Yes. But anyway, past that, you know, basically, uh, 
got married the next year, 2018. Um, and man, you know, uh, throughout the whole time, man, up until this point, just been, you know, um, all about personal development, all about investing. Like that conversation was held way early in the dating phase, you know, uh, like just basically in that getting to know process, you know, most couples, man, to me, I feel like they're not talking about the things like marriage. They're just talking about current events. Fun in the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, uh, speaking for myself, man, like I saw that her character for me, I was sold on that. And then of course, as I was, I was literally learning about these things when I first met her. So we got the opportunity to learn together. Like, you know, like as I was on my journey through personal development, learning how to invest, she basically jumped in the, you know, shit, sit, sitting sit shotgun with me. And man, you know, we went down this journey together, Word. you know, um, but yeah, man. So, you know, we, here we are coming up on six years of marriage. Uh, and yeah, man, we've been, um, it's been great, you know. So I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to poke it. I, I want to talk about something I think that you think is that I think is very important. That I think, and then I, I know you already said it. The personal development piece. What in your life do you feel like drove you to make that a priority? Like, so, so, and I don't know, Alexis, because you speak to this, and I, I don't, I'm just gonna just kind of speak somewhat candidly here. It's like. I think to your point, Jared, a lot of people don't think about those things as important. Like, why did you think personal development is important? One, for you as an individual, and then two, in your relationship. Because I think there's two different dynamics there. That there's you as an individual growing, and then there's you guys as a unit growing. So what walk me through or walk us through what's your what got you to that point? What made you think about all right, this is this is a priority in my life and I want to make sure the lady in my life is in on the same tip as I am. Man, for me. Honestly, I wasn't always on that. Like, it didn't happen to like, I would say I was like maybe 10 years in my career. I'm coming up on 15 now. Congratulations. Yeah. Clap it up for that. That's that congratulations. Yeah, 15 years. I mean, I like that. that's, 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 that's admirable. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Maybe more like nine years into my career, I would say. But man, I mean, nine, 10, whatever. Man, um, I read this book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, right? And it just like a pet, it was a, uh, what do you call it? A, a paradigm shift, right? Mm -hmm. So I just started seeing the world different. I started seeing my job, my career different. Um, like I started developing whys as to why I'm doing these things, right? Like, you know, it's just more like, I feel like some, sometimes people, it's just a regular, you know, they get up, go to work, get the check, pay the bills, you know, wash and repeat over and over and over again. There's not really no, like, big goal or vision that they're working toward. I don't know, man. And I just, I, I got an interest of, of real estate. Like I just started, I, I got an interest in wanting to invest in real estate just out of nowhere. Like I just, you know, one day Google, what is uh, investing in real estate? And I, I think the very first guy I came across was a guy named Phil, Phil Pustiofsky, something like that. I shared him with you. After looking at all of his content, it made me think about, uh, well, it, he brought my attention to Robert Kiyosaki. Rob, now, Rich Dad Poor Dad, to me, is it's not really a book on, I would say, on investing. I think it's more of like a paradigm. Mindset. Mindset, there you go. So, like, I was just mind blown by it, which I'm sure everybody was who, who 
anybody who's read it, they all they all have the same. Yeah. Every person I've ever encountered that said they've read that book, it is said it's just kind of shook their core, kind of you know. And and I've 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 listened to to some of Robert Kiyosaki's content and the way he approaches assets versus liabilities, the mindset around that. So it's very interesting conversation. But go ahead, I'm sorry. But yeah, basically, like you know, um, so as far as for me individually, my personal development uh, journey. And it's still going, by the way. I don't know at all. Like, I just feel like you're always a student in that in that arena to me. Like, it's not, it's never, it's a never ending journey. It's like levels. Well, in, in my in our business, we say, you know, leadership is a journey with no destination. You continuously, yeah. continuously getting better. So you're echoing that, that yeah. same sentiment. Right. Um, and then, of course, man, like for me, I guess, on the individual side, to sum it up, it's important because, I mean, you have to become someone who is i mean it to me it just basically solidified why i'm doing things like it 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 basically told me i'm no longer just doing things just because like conformity right. you know what i'm saying i'm actually i have a purpose of why i'm doing these things and then of course meeting her i introduced her like simultaneously while i'm learning and it, it sparked her interest as well I wanted to talk. I want to kind of touch on that because as you were talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. the one thing that kept just echoing in my mind, I was like, "Well, how did, how did you?" Because again, normal relationships be like, "All right, that's you. I'm over here doing my thing. I love you. I love spending time with you." How how was that transition for you? Even if it was a transition, I mean, you've always been seemed like to me the type to want to be ambitious and to want to do certain things, but a lot of us aren't. And in terms of actually doing the work or actually making it happen, that that's a hard transition. So when when Jared is is painting the pie in the sky, hey man, I got this this vision that you know what I mean, like right. where you are now, and I'm sure I've been talking about where this point in y'all's life right now. Y'all been talking about it for the last you said six years, yeah. right? How was that initial jump for you getting into this world of personal development, real estate? I'm gonna trust you. Or, or was it was it always like that in the beginning? So, give me the fairy tale, give me the real. Okay. <laughs> so the real is, um, from day one, we read Rich Dad Poor Dad together. So we actually set a, right. We have two books, and we would set a goal every day. Like, okay, I'm gonna read. Let's read chapter one, and then tonight we can discuss it. Your version is so much better than his already. <laughs> Yeah, I just was, you know, now I'm getting it. I'm getting that. I'm getting the step by step here. I'm getting, yeah. the, we're getting, we're getting the nuts and bolts yeah. here. Okay. You was the, you were the Instagram reel. I'm going to give like, you with this. interrupt you. Now. <laughs> and no, no, I don't know. I'm just picking with you, man. But, but no, keep continuing. I'm sorry. They get together, they do the cute stuff. Like, what's your favorite color? Um, things like that. And we were more discussing, okay, let's read this chapter of the book. Okay. What did you think about it? And so my mind was like opening up from day one, whenever we started dating, talking. Um, so you mean to tell me, okay, I want to make sure I'm clear on this. All right. So like, all right, yeah, I made it four part. Right. Cause I'm trying to retain the information here. Right. I made it four part. Cause, hey, shorty, you want to go to the movies and read this book? <laughs> uh, I mean, it wasn't movies. That's not intimate. No, I, I, I don't know. I didn't. That was a household. Whatever it is, I would have dinner, coffee, yeah, and at yeah, first, David was like, "Yo, yeah." <laughs> yeah, he, 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 I, I thought that both of us are very driven. 
So goals is top priority. Mm-hmm. And I think um, like both of our past kind of pushed us to want better for our future. Okay. For me. Yeah. I mean, it was just all kind of simultaneous, man. Like the first investment I just bought, I bought the very first one, like one month. Well, probably not even. I mean, it was like February when we met. Just closed on that first deal. So I'm learning, like, I'm introducing that to like, man, I got, I'm reading this book and I just bought my first, you know, property. So, so question though, <laughs> did you, when you bought that first property and I'm on, this is kind of me poking a little bit on some off mic conversation. So when you bought that first property, did you feel like, what were you at? Like as a, as a young real estate investor, right? That's what you were you were you owning that title in the beginning? Man, I just had a goal. I said, you know, man, and the goals changed so many times. Like that's what's crazy. Like mm. my very first strategy, I was actually I was I don't know if you're familiar with uh what's the other guy's name? Dave Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing his whole little well, his was it Financial Freedom University or something like that? Something like that. I just thought yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean he's he's basically someone who educates his audience on eliminating debt, right? So my very first strategy out the gate, I was like, okay, I'm a principal, pay this thing down. Then I'm a then I'm a looking to get in the next investment. Well, I stopped learning about Dave's philosophy, and then I started paying attention to Robert's philosophy, and then I'm teaching her the same thing as I'm learning. She's learned it, right? Um, and that's the thing. Like we would have dates where we're sitting up there talking about like it'd be a lot of content on YouTube. We watch anytime I find some content worth watching, I send it to. Her. So there was so, never a window in time. In their relationship, like I mean, month one, week one. That what? That it was just not that type of time. It's not always. It's always mixed in. But it yeah, it it just always like it it gets it turns into this. We talk. Okay, well, how do you? Hey, we're really off book here. How do you? How do you balance that though? Like, like, okay, again, I get the joy of it is. You guys find joy in the occupation, right? You find joy in the wealth, the wealth vehicle, but like, where, where, how do you guys find balance? I think I have an idea, but for the audience though, who's listening, to, people are listening to this are going, I'm gonna be real with you, kinda. They're like, they might be unrealistic. Oh no, every every time, all the time, all, all the, you know. And I'm not, and I and I know y'all, and I know that's not the case. And so I'm not, don't think I'm like, y'all are like. I'm literally asking, but I think the people who are listening though, they're going to go, well, I don't know how does that work for me? So, so, so let's, let's, let me, let me, I guess just like shift gears a little bit. If you're somebody who's existing in a relationship and you guys have been, have been solicited to mentor then I'm really, really kind of going off, off schedule here. How would you kind of coach somebody into developing this mindset that you guys get, that you guys have? That's married or not married? Oh, uh, married. Because I feel like married. When you're married, you have a purpose for your marriage. So you think so? You think every person who gets married, they walk into it with that? I think that they should. I don't think that they should just get married based on like love and um, like the cute stuff because looks fade. That lovey dovey is not there every day. So I think having a purpose for your marriage, like it's an end goal, or not even the end goal. It's a direction. Yeah, it's a direction. It's a big picture. All right. We know the role we're on. It made, yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, it's, we go, we went into it with that understanding. Like, um, 
And I feel like that's why some marriages may be may potentially fail. Like they just they don't they put their attention on the the wedding more than the marriage. I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? And then you look up a couple years later, they not to yeah, I mean it's just and you, and you actually like you ask yourself like Ben, I mean that what was the purpose? Did they have more? But to answer your question, no, not every day. Not every second of every it's day. Not, yeah. And I can tell, I've, I've seen y'all outside, and you look like you guys have a blast. <laughs> you know, uh, away from it. But I just, I, I didn't want nobody to get confused with, like, uh, who was it I was talking to? Who was it? Where, where are they from here? Like, I mean, what? And, and so you, you guys are real people. You guys enjoy real things. You guys enjoy vacationing. You guys enjoy traveling. Um, and I think a lot of the things that we're going to discuss and go, and go into a little bit detail is going to kind of speak to how you guys are, are able to enjoy such a full life. And so going back to that first property, you were talking about that. Uh, talk about talk about any nervousness that you had, any apprehension, like what fears did you have walking into that liability? Like, because I can only imagine, like, I got my house and then you buying another house that you don't plan on living in, you plan on making money off of it, but you're managing it as a business. What what was the what was some of the the the, the not fears, but some of the apprehensions that you had as a as a young real estate investor? I run the story real fast. So basically I was doing a security job at uh the bingo hall. I was doing security for him, right? Yeah. And at the time I had a smartphone. It's back in 2017, right? Uh I had a alert set up on my cell phone, the realtor.com. And I got an alert on my phone that a property had discounted significantly, right? So I'm looking, and it was like forty percentage drop from the asking price. So, so is that is that so? If I'm if I'm somebody who's listening to be a, a young real estate investor, should I? Is that is that still a thing to go into these websites? And yeah. I'm gonna try to extrapolate some value here the, that that you could package later for a fee. But I'm just gonna try to. <laughs> hey, miss, if somebody got back and listen to this, then they'll 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 get some of the game on on the front end before y'all blow up all the way. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it worked for me. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 The MLS, yeah, the MLS being like Zillow. Right. Right. Okay. Well, you you built for this. I like that. Yeah. You see what the MLS example? This, this, and this. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got you. Yeah. You all the song. Hey. <laughs> and so, man. Uh, yeah. Basically, so when I saw the price drop, I called the agent I was working with at the time, confirmed that it did actually drop to that new price, and I I told her to go ahead and make an offer, sight unseen. All I I just looked at the photos. It met my criteria. I had a criteria, uh, which you should have, right? Know what you want. And it met everything, you know. So after making the offer, she called me back. She said, offer accepted. The only thing at risk at this point was just a $100 option. Um, you have to put an earnest deposit and an option. Uh, now, earnest is uh, refundable, right? Yeah. So anyways, man, uh, after locking the contract, that's important too, so nobody else can come in and you know, bid and get it under contract. Then, of course, once it's under contract, nobody can come in and take the contract. And I'm assuming that was extremely important for you to, like, give the green light to a deal on a property that you've never seen before. Right. This deal had to have been once-in-a-lifetime kind of. Yeah. I mean, and it could have been the wrong deal. But, again, $100, you know, I mean, that's... So right. I mean, I've, you know, that I, I spent $100 just, you know, mm -hmm. whatever, you know. But anyways, uh, so yeah, after looking at the property, evaluating, I had an inspection done. Um, man, uh, the deal was, you know, pretty much a, a go. 
I mean, and that that's actually been the best deal I've ever I've purchased in our entire portfolio, the very first one. Um, the reason being is because it happened in, in 2017 was, was when we purchased it or when I purchased it. And then 11 months later, uh, or actually what, nine months later, nine months later, the property appraised like crazy. That was right after Harvey, that year, it Harvey hit in 2017. Property went crazy. And again, I was doing the whole day Ramsey in the beginning, pay, principal paying down the mortgage. I pay, principal paid down a mortgage like that, another 20 grand from what I financed it at. Long story short, learning about Robert Kiyosaki, about how to refile, take your equity, put it back to work. Went back to the bank, refied it. Property literally doubled in value, took the equity, bought two more. And she's witnessing all of this as it's going down. So, yeah. So wait, so she... Is she, are you as involved in it at that point as you are now? I would always yeah. share it with her. Like you would share it. Like, like, of course. Nothing like, right. of course. But well, would well, you we, say, we're just dating oh, my bad. Oh, y'all going to get on it? It was his decision because it was his property. Got it. Um, so to a certain extent, no. Um, we weren't together seriously then, but I was learning along with Okay. Him. Awesome. That's, that's a lot of value in that. Okay. Right. Awesome. And I was interested. I mean, I was invested in my mind, but on paper, I wasn't as involved as it was yeah, I, that first property. I probably didn't get too transparent until like, what, six, seven months in. And by that, I knew, like, you know, the, what we've already gone through, that she was yeah, most most definitely going to be the one. To a point yeah. yeah. The one. Okay. Okay. So yeah, go ahead. So that first property essentially multiplied into three over a nine to twelve month period, where you you were able to um, get it at a steal, uh, see the equity rise, and I'm assuming yeah, post post COVID uh, appraisals have been nuts, like as far as better. So I would assume the value of that current that that for initial property is even yeah, even greater. Oh, yeah. uh, than it was before. So, so we we've gotten the three properties. We're at how many prop? If you are, you are at liberty to say. Yeah, ten right now. Ten so properties with a goal of. There's no end. Infinity. <laughs> as many as we can console. Like, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, the market right now rates are stupid. So we kind of put it on pause, but we're still investing. We're just transitioning where we put our money, which is in the stock market right now. Um, heavy there too. But as far as real estate, it's doing its thing. You know, we're equities building up while we're waiting on the uh, rate to get back right. I'll go back and watch and repeat. Tap in that equity, buy some more real estate. We already know our next our next couple deals, actually. Okay. We just got it on standby because of rates. So it doesn't sound like there was any wrinkles in those first three properties. Little to no wrinkles. So, so give me a wrinkle. So there's pro properties four through ten. Is there any any wrinkles in those? Well, you're gonna have you know your maintenance. You're gonna have you know some turnovers. I mean, that's been the gist of our the last seven call it wrinkles. Yeah, the last seven that we acquired, uh, most of them, if not all of them, had tenants in them already. Yeah. So that was our first time. Yeah, that was our first time doing that because our first three were single families. Mm -hmm. And they were unoccupied. Yeah, yeah. So we were able to vet our own tenants. Right. But getting tenants that were already there, um, you kind of have to be more flexible because they're already on a lease and you have to finish out their lease. Right. 
I mean, you just never really know truly what you're inheriting either. Like, right. I mean, we, the way we uh, evaluated those units, we like looked at the trailing 12, which is basically what the previous owner had like on the books. Past 12 months, she kind of showed us, you know, those tenants, how they paid. She documented, she did a good job documenting everything, showing us when they paid, if they were late. Uh, now, as far as maintenance, <clears throat> they didn't really show us a list of that. Um, you know, they old school. It's too, it's a married couple. They like in their 80s now, the, the, person, the, per, the persons we bought the properties from. And, um, you know, they old school. They still knock on the door, collect the rent. So her husband, he would actually do most of the legwork on maintenance. So we didn't really have good documentation there, but the units, we examined them ourselves. We put our eyes on it, it looked good. So it met our criteria. Yeah, we knew we're gonna have to do some cosmetic updating whenever the tenants move out, which is pretty standard anyway. When the issue with that. So that wasn't a deal breaker. You know what I mean? Maybe that's free. Yeah, no, that, 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 I would say that that would con con consider, I would say that to be a wrinkle. And I would be remiss to not mention one very, very important facet to you guys' story that I think has to be highlighted. You guys are both still employed, aren't you? You both, you guys both, because I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to get people, well, yeah, we did establish that, but I want to make sure that people know that you're still employed, because I think sometimes people might hear that you got 10 properties, they, they might hear that, you know, uh, I'll be out. I wouldn't be working for nobody if, if I had X, Y, and Z. Talk me through, because I think this is very important. Yeah, I think this might be more the most important piece of conversation, because I don't think we've even talked about this off mic. Talk me through, why do you guys still work? Why is it important? What are, what are your thought processes around? And, and, and do y'all feel like there's a point where y'all going to stop working? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, why do we still work? Well, because we're not... We hadn't reached financial freedom yet, right? So it's it's back to levels, right? So first level is financial freedom. What is financial freedom for us? It's basically when our uh, assets producing a, a passive income that covers our expenses, right? So our current lifestyle, right? Not the bare minimum, the current lifestyle. Um, and then of course we build a desirable lifestyle from there, right? So for us, um, that's one reason why we're still working. Uh, what was the second, the follow-up to that afterwards? What's the end goal? Oh, the end goal? Man, so, I mean, as far as um, right now, so looking at our portfolio, our stock portfolio, our real estate portfolio, I've done the math, and I have a good idea of whenever we're going to be able to, and we'll be able to finish within the next five years. We'll be able to both be financially free, that first target, five years from now. Um, from there, we're going to compound our assets to continue to invest. That's never going to end. Even post-retirement, post we're still investing. We invest a, a, certain, a, a certain percentage of our income. Today, it's a high percentage. But post-retirement, is probably going to come down some, but it's going to still be in perspective of, our, of what we want to allocate for investing. Um, but basically, y'all, hey, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I want to try to pick back up. That I just want to say that I'm going to need for you guys to comment, like, share. If y'all want to hear my man Jared come back and give us more of this. Because I think in the last 15 to 20 seconds, you really glossed over a lot. I did, man. You glossed over. Because there's a lot of things that I'm going to assume you have not been formally educated on. any Formally educated on anything you just said. All of this is what you've picked up. All of this is what you've 
almost essentially, I think I know that y'all may have done some paid stuff, some paid um, education, but most of this stuff is is information that's accessible to ninety nine percent of the people that are out there listening, right? And so I I think I think I would be remiss not to try to plug and say you you need the the, the community needs you. They well y'all. Y'all, they need y'all because because I think the thing is the level of, of, of thought that you guys have behind y'all's business. Um and it's not just the 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 actual business, this y'all are a business. And I think y'all realize the fact that y'all are a business and you guys are operating like it's almost to me, it sounds like you have every second and every penny assigned to something. And I think that's the that's the I think that's the key driver. When you realize that not the cliche of time is money, but really it is. Oh, yeah. It really is. When you when you really and I and I hear a, a high level of high of IQ from you from this standpoint, I think the folks need to hear from you a little bit more regularly. I apologize. That was just my that was just my little continue on with that with that. You give us a little dissertation a little bit on on personal finance and and, and personal investing. Most people don't. When people hear this, when this drops, and I might be talking a little too much here, but when this drops, I think the the level of content that we're talking about, they really not here, not here. Y'all got a market here that I think definitely y'all could do some things with. Continue on though. Well, let me touch that. Before you give away too much, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Before you give them too much, let me go ahead and tone the down some. I want to just break things down a little bit because you talked about financial freedom and then you talked about desirable lifestyle. So with the teaching background, I like to break things down a little bit more to where everybody is more digestible. So with uh, financial freedom, basically. She wasn't saying you wasn't palatable. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> no, I follow. <laughs> um, basically, with financial freedom, it's a number. So you reverse engineer, like, okay, what do my bills cost? Um, how much does it cost for uh, everything? Like, add all of your expenses, add all of your income, and see what the difference is. To see, um, is it positive number? Is it a negative number? Um, do you break even? What ways can I increase my income, reduce my expenses? Um, so I think that's the financial freedom part of it. But with desirable lifestyle, it's kind of like in school, whenever they come give you the presentation of uh, what's your dream life? Like what type of car do you want to drive? What type of house do you want to live in? Um, do you want to travel? Do you want to shop? Do you want to eat out? Um, do you want to have a family? Different things like that. So really, break down and engineer uh, what that desirable lifestyle is for you and then what that desirable lifestyle costs and that's where you get that number from that's the difference between both of them and every all those things like a lot of the stuff was discretionary that she mentioned there's a a certain amount of that you want to allocate to that as well right everything is a certain i I literally have yes a certain percentage of how much you should be allocating to each category how much goes to housing how much goes to investing? How much goes to for taxes, food? Yeah, I like I I have a little chart that I created on this, and it works. Now, of course, you can you know readjust however suits that individual. For us, we put investing as a top priority right now, and it's literally like I would have to say we're probably investing at least 40, 50 percent of our income, 
that's how much money goes to work. Like pretty frugal on the living right now. We got to put this money to work while we're getting this good, while we're young, while we still got time on our side. So compound interest can do its thing for us. No, a hundred percent. And, 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 and there's not a lot of people, I think in y'all's age demo who are that vested yeah. in that discipline. You said it. Cause I, cause I was going to say, if, if you're talking to someone who is, let's say you say you made a chart, you've got percentages. If you're talking to someone who's severely, um, not disciplined in the, these financial concepts, what is one of the number one things that you would encourage them to do outside of the literature right i mean that that's important but like it's something tangible from jared not not from nobody else but from you what would be the number one thing you would tell somebody to say hey if you're trying to get your finances in order do this first invest in yourself like that's where it first starts it you gotta and what i mean by that is like you know I, because people ask the wrong questions sometimes they say hey i got ten thousand dollars how can i flip it ten times I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I mean, you know, that's not realistic, but I would probably take that 10,000 and invest in to educate myself, you know, uh, get with the right people who can maybe compress that learning curve. So it's not taking me, you know, longer than, I, than it needs to, to get educated. Make, find mentors, find people doing what you already want to do. Um, you got to get educated and let's be real. You also got to have some kind of money coming in. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people want to invest. They don't really have any income coming in. Consistent cash flow. Right. You have to have a source of consistent, exactly. Consistent income coming in because investing is a consistent, uh, activity. Mm -hmm. You have to be consistent. You can't just set it and forget it type thing. Right. Like you don't just do it one time and you're good. That's not how it works. At least not for, for my story. It doesn't, you know, um, so I would definitely recommend anyone wanting to the, the question you asked, uh, wanting to get into investing, learn or or mean investing yourself. I believe the question was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Investing yourself first. Okay. You gotta do that. That's step one. For me, the way that you do that is writing down your income and expenses once again. Mm -hmm. So you can see black and white, like what am I working with? Yeah. At the end yeah. of each month. Do you yeah. have a positive, a negative, or a break even? And, and I want to. And my thing is, I want to be. I want to be very sure that people hear. She's not. You, you're not. Neither one of you guys are are, are saying a dollar amount. No. A dollar amount. It's all based on what. Where, or it's all based on where you're at. Exactly. Right. I think a lot of times when you, I think people are scared to get into investing or saving or anything. Transparently, I used to be like that as a kid. Right. When I was out here, I said younger, young, young adult. I'm like, man, if I'm not putting away a bunch of money, what's the use of saving? You know, but every little bit, it it counts. You know, I, I my my dad would tell me a story about, um, I think you know, dad had some 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 hardship, and then he was like, you know, I used to, I got to the points where I just want to get disciplined and putting ten dollars a check away. Exactly. And that sound, and when I heard when you told me, I was like, said what? But but. It's the, if you were, he wasn't even disciplined to do that at one point, right. but just it's so that discipline, when you start with something small or start with where you're at, more importantly, then it snowballs into the, the larger effect. And I just want to make sure people are clear. Like, it, I think a lot of times when people hear people talk from you guys' vantage point, I got 10, you know, they're looking at the end game, right? They're, they're looking at, well, not the end game, where you guys are currently 10 properties, uh, uh, two sources of income, y'all do all these amazing things, but they don't understand it started from. It started from a small spark, and it kind of just grew into and, and into into that. Go ahead. Even with um, 
starting small, you're building that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So you're yes. you're creating a habit, correct? Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's important. See, I always say the percentages, man, like back to that real quick. Okay, I always like to do this. This is just a little question I asked somebody once and they this really didn't understand it at first, but I had to break it down and explain it to him. I said, okay, let's say you got two guys, right? You got John and you got, I don't know, give me a name, Paul. You got John and you got Paul. So John, John drives, you know, your Ford F-150, you know, that's his work truck. He pays, he got a note on, he pays $400 a month, you know, just a P&I, principal and interest. And then you got uh, Paul. Paul drives, you know, I don't know, a more luxurious vehicle, uh, whatever you, you know, whatever you want to put in the blank, he's driving that. He's paying $1,200 a month, right? Crazy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, hold on, hold on. but hang on. Hang on. Hold on. I'm sorry. That was my intro, though. If you can't, go for it. If that's what they're doing, your percentage, just go for it. Go okay. I'm sorry. I'll bag you. My bad. But this is the question I asked. I said, and I didn't, I asked him this question. I said, okay, who's paying more? Who's paying more? Who's paying 400 or Paul paying 1200 It depends on the income. I think. See, you got it. I see, on the income. Right. But see, that's the thing. I had to finish the statement. I was like, but, because at first he was like, well, obviously, Paul's paying more. He's paying 1200 I said, see, you missed it, though. I said, but Paul's income, let's say a Paul, if that's 10% of Paul's income, which is what I put as a as a figure on your transportation, mm-hmm. to whereas John's income, that may be 20, 30% of his income mm-hmm. at 400 so the reality is Paul's actually paying less from that perspective. But the dollar amount is what too many people get focused on, mm-hmm. right? It's not the dollar amount of things. It's the percentage that you put towards things. Yeah. So it's just, that's just like, I just want to throw that little thing in there real quick. No, no, no. And I'm just saying, uh, Jared, I, I want to just continue to, to say that I think you have a very, number one, that there has to be a part two. Um, we, we have to, we have to do this again. Honestly, I think we had a, a whole like ballad of questions that I don't even think we got oh, close. We got, to him. <laughs> we got close. And then he's, uh, I just do that as a the, the arbitrary thing. Cause I typically know we, when we get to rolling that it won't be that, uh, I, you guys may not know how long we've talked, but we've talked for a, a, a good bit. Well, you see the time you guys, yeah, but, but I want to say, first of all, just thank y'all so much. Like, I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface on everything that you guys are doing. Um, everything that you guys got going on. I, I really hope that we can carve out some time once again to be able to do this. I would love for this to be on some type of reoccurring schedule, whether it's once a month, once a quarter, because I feel like we need to hear more of number one, celebrating y'all story. Um, we don't do that enough. We don't celebrate couples who are doing it, who are who, married couples more specifically who are doing it. Um, who, who seemingly love each other for real. I'm gonna say that I ain't even gonna, I'm gonna take the seemingly off. I think, I think y'all, I know y'all do. Um, and you guys are empowering each other. And I don't think you guys realize how much you guys empower other people. Um, I think uh, you, and you're not in it for that. You didn't, you didn't buy that first investment property to, with the mindset of, I can't wait to, uh, to, to, to lift up other people. You were thinking about how this is going to help you and advance you and your potential future family. Now that you're, you're, you're in full board with that family moving forward. I think you guys' story is going to, can do no, uh, do wonders for other people. And so I want to encourage you guys, even if it's not on my platform to find some other platforms, maybe a little bit more polished in mind. I'm a little, I, I'm a, uh, I could tend to be all over the place sometimes, but 
um, continue to get you guys a story out. I think y'all have a, a, a great voice. I think you guys um, articulate yourselves very well. And I, I'm not trying to say that in a way, you know, that say you say on the front end, this is your first podcast. And I, I would I would imagine you guys have been doing this uh, for a, a long time. So I just want to encourage you guys to do that. I want to say thank you guys so much for, for taking time out of y'all schedule. Is there is there one thing that you want to leave uh, the people today? Like, is there is there one thing that if we don't ever do this again, uh, to just kind of put out into the into the air. Stay consistent. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be back. I'm appreciate. Okay. Well, no, I well, I'll take that. Well, yeah. hey, if you guys didn't learn anything from this episode, I don't know what you were listening to. I don't know how we made it the 40 minutes in and you ain't caught nothing. Uh, from these two beautiful individuals, um, I, I'm, I can't wait to have Jared and Alexis back on uh, back on the show. Uh, I really would like to see us do something in a reoccurring form, whether that's just a again. I know you guys are goal oriented, and we'll do that with Alex for like six months. Then we'll go bounce because we will we'll, 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 by the end we'll be in figured out what we need to figure out. Whatever that looks like for y'all, I'm cool with it as long as I get to uh, get a chance to be on you guys. You know, grab onto y'all's coattails a little bit and hang on for the ride because I'm learning. Um, you know, I'm, I'm learning about just different things in this area that I kind of want to get into. And so I'm, again, thank y'all so much. Um, and until next time, TPE family, peace. Take this